It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. The secret is retirement doesn't work well for some out there in the public world, and certainly uh, men like Dr. Ben Carson, who are vested, as many of us are, in doing what's best for our country, for ourselves, for our community, and I guess it was a few months ago, Ben, you and I got together and we were talking and you told me about the Little Patriots program. Uh, By the way, for everyone there at littlepatriotslearning.com. And the idea was more than intriguing. It was action, not just ideas on helping our little patriots, our youth out there learn in today's acrimonious environment where too often they're being indoctrinated rather than educated. So kudos to you on your retirement. You're not doing good at it. <laughs> well, thank you, David. Uh, it's always good to talk to somebody with common sense. And uh, we don't find them too often these days. But, you know, the Little Patriots program is a, a part of the American Cornerstone Institute. And it was necessary because so many of our children were being indoctrinated. You know, it was uh, Nikita Khrushchev 60 years ago who said to uh, Eisenhower, your grandchildren's children will live under communism and we won't have to fire one shot. What he knew is that all you had to do is indoctrinate the kids. And that was a good first step. And uh, that's what Critical Race Theory 1619 Project is all about, reorienting our kids so that they don't admire our country. So with the Little Patriots program, which is absolutely free of charge, by the way, because we have generous underwriters, and we wanted to make sure it was available uh, to all Americans, homeschoolers, charter schools, public schoolers, anybody, and and parents and grandparents can work with their children to give them the true history of our country, warts and all. We don't try to hide anything, but we don't have an agenda of demonizing and uh, denigrating our nation because we have people who have made mistakes. There's no nation that doesn't have people who've made mistakes. Um, People are imperfect. That's why we need a savior, quite frankly. But we can learn from things that have happened in the past and not try to hide them, not try to rewrite them, not try to punish people today for something that their ancestors did, not try to make people think that they're victims and that they can't achieve. You know, all of those are evil things, quite frankly. And uh, we're here to fight those things and to present the other side. And that's what Little Patriots is all about. It's done in a way that's very interactive and entertaining and will really help the children to, to memorize important things and to feel like they're a part of it and to be proud of the nation in which they live. You can't have a nation long survive if its people think that it's evil. And really all a person has to do is open their eyes. If our fire nation was so evil, why are all these people trying to get in here? (laughs) That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And when they get here, why do they want to stay? So, uh, you know, I just challenge people to think and not be manipulated. And see the 
the success for what it is. We've had such great examples like yourself, uh, Condoleezza Rice. Look at Winsome Sears, uh, you know, yeah. so proud of her. Yeah. Jamaican immigrant, little extra pride there being born in Jamaica, uh, coming in, becoming a Marine when she wasn't a citizen. Why did she do that? She wanted something more from this country and for children, you know, to look up rather than being taught that uh, as they are in some of these books in these libraries in schools and in these classrooms, that because you're white, there's a pact with the devil, you are an oppressor. And the black kid next to you, you probably didn't care was black when you were in the fifth grade. By the sixth grade, you may be taught is oppressed because of you. Uh, what are the forms exactly. be, be, besides this, the critical race theory, 1619 project, all these various efforts under whatever name, but under a Marxist ideology, what other forms do you see this kind of indoctrination taking? Well, the indoctrination is, is not only occurring with our children. It's also occurring with our adult population uh, by gaining control of media and messaging that comes through media and excluding certain pieces of news uh, that would be important for people to know to put things in perspective. Uh, You can manipulate people. You can almost tell immediately who the people are who use certain uh, media outlets exclusively (laughs) and you know what they think. Uh, because they're only hearing one side of the story. And uh, that's extraordinarily manipulative that's going on. And what's even worse than that is the woke culture, Um, creating an atmosphere that people are afraid to oppose uh, because there are consequences for that. And, And you can be harassed, you can be fired, you can be canceled. All kinds of things can happen to your family. It, who would have ever believed a couple of decades ago that this would be going on in America? And it's being done in a slow and subtle way so that a lot of people don't even recognize what's happening to us. You know, you, you look at all the mandates that are going on. You know, if you can mandate about the most important thing you have, which is your health, then you can mandate about anything. And I think that's why a lot of people are really starting to stand up right now. I think there are a lot of Americans who actually recognize what's going on and they're not being lulled into a sense of false security that the government knows best. You know, the government does not know best. That's what the founders of this country understood. And that's why they worked so hard to give the people a constitution that would control the government. Because the government has a natural tendency to expand, to encroach, to control. That's what governments do. Just like lions kill gazelles to eat them. It's not because they're bad animals, it's because they're lions. And the government, not necessarily bad, that's what governments do. And that's why they gave us a constitution to be able to control the government. But we have to be willing to stand up and use it. And in order to do that, we need to be knowledgeable. And and that was the whole purpose of developing American Cornerstone 
not only as a think tank, but as a do tank, and manifested by such things as as Little Patriots, K through five, free educational program. Uh, we're ready to expand into middle school and to high school, and uh, welcome uh, support to do that. And there are other parts of the project as well, the, the latest effort out there, uh, but also your children's book, Why America Matters, you know, just to, to let kids expand their minds, right? The sponge to absorb information. And as they get older, uh, they begin to understand more and understand better and at least understand why they believe in something. That should be exactly. the goal. Uh, but, you know, government and in other ways that they're, whether forcing compliance or expanding, when you talk about young children, Ben, uh, and, and we look at what's going on out there, now we see a vaccine mandate in San Francisco for children ages 5 to 11. I was on TV about that this morning. And, you know, I just came through San Francisco. Homeless tents, other problems, homeless encampment in the Air Force, in the airport, rather, at San Francisco Airport, where people are checking in their luggage and their tickets and headed to security. And yet here they are mandating vaccines for children ages 5 to 11. What's your reaction to that? Well, first of all, we have an incredibly fine healthcare system in our country, extremely competent medical professionals. Why do we need government mandates about our health? Why not just recommend that you go and you work with your pediatrician, you work with your primary health care provider? Why do you have to have the government in between them intervening? with one-size-fits-all mandates, when in fact, there are a lot of complicating issues. You know, some people have underlying problems. Uh, You know, some people have religious issues. You know, there are a whole host of things, and that should be worked out between the individual and the healthcare provider, and not by a government mandate, particularly in a situation where you have a disease that is waning, uh, that the mortality rate in the pediatric group is no greater than the mortality rate associated with the seasonal flu. And we don't go through all kinds of shenanigans with the seasonal flu. So basically, you're now subjecting young people who have no more risk than the seasonal flu to potential long-term complications that we don't even know about. In terms of the complications that we do know about, if you go to the the VIRS website, the Vaccine Adverse Effects Reporting System, you will see that this vaccine has a much higher complication rate than traditional vaccines do. In fact, in, in the past, we've pulled things off the market that have less complications than this does. So to take something like that, basically we're engaged in a gigantic experiment. Why would you force people to be involved in an experiment? Why would we make our children into guinea pigs? 
when it's not even necessary. And they said, but it's safe. Studies have shown that it's safe. Well, I mean, there are a lot of things that are safe, but does that mean that we impose them on everybody? We should just let them be utilized by people who need them as determined by their health care provider and their common sense. You know, is this in some ways a part of the compliance push? In other words, Let's push compliance, not only in education, not only in indoctrination, the types of education erasing of history, but to create a compliant population, you need to grow the percentage of people, including starting with children. And then, of course, there's a parental connection there that you must comply. And the next time it's easier to comply to your earlier point about the growth and expansion of government. You know, I want people to realize that this is also about the bureaucracies and the bureaucracy control rather than our elected officials or only our elected officials. Yeah, David, you're spot on. It, it, it's about the ability of government to infiltrate, to grow, and to control, and to control our lives from cradle to grave and getting people used to accepting that and accepting that government knows best. You know, why did people come to this country in the first place? Because they were trying to escape from countries where the government had their foot on their neck all the time, telling them what they could do, what they couldn't do, where they could go, how, why, what, where, when. You know, that's not, it's completely antithetical to the principles of the founding of this nation. Life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, liberty and justice for all, one nation under God. And are we one nation under God anymore, or are we one nation under government? You know, one of the, the goals of the Marxists who want to change America fundamentally into something else is to replace trust in God with trust in government. And in some ways, they are being effective, which is a problem in this country. In unfortunately, some of our more uh, our larger cities as well. If you dare go up uh, against or stand up against the narrative, the expected from the the progressive left, and you look at the attacks that have come, for example, on Winsome Sears, that now she is one of the new faces of white supremacy. But if you (laughs) dare stand up against them, they come after you, even in the way they go after Kirsten Sinema and Joe Manchin. Uh, Yesterday, you know, you could almost... You could almost write the story when a bunch of activists surround his car, block his exit, and then almost claim, not almost claim, they're the victims because he's simply trying to get away from people that he doesn't know that are, you know, in a sense, assaulting him through his vehicle uh, by pouncing on it and whatever. If you go up against them, they come at you in a way that we would not strike back, I would say, on the right. We will debate, we will disagree, but we won't cross that line, and we shouldn't. So how do we deal with this, this you know, private space isn't private anymore? Well, I think the key is for people to recognize 
that if America is going to be preserved as the land of the free, it also has to be the home of the brave. And it will be we, the people, armed with our Constitution, that have to be willing to stand up. We, the people, will save America. It's not the government. The government will not save America. The government will be the government, and they will continue to try to expand their power. People must be brave. What we've seen in Virginia, for instance, it's the parents who are willing to stand up to the school boards. This is this is this has to be the cutting edge of the beginning of the people reinvolving themselves. People also have to be very diligent and vigilant when it comes to our election integrity. If we don't have election integrity and elections that we can absolutely guarantee are done properly, we will destroy the basis for our democratic republic. And there will be just chaos that will ensue. Now is the time. If there's still time to save our nation without a revolutionary war. But people have to be willing to get involved. They can't stand in the corner with their head down, hoping nobody calls them a name. The, it begins with the children. And the Little Patriots Project uh, under your American Cornerstone Institute is a great way for parents out there to begin. Again, littlepatriotslearning.com and americancornerstone.org. Ben, my friend, it, it is always a pleasure. I, over the years, I've told you, you, you bring me calm. You give this talk show host a moment to, to breathe and relax, <laughs> and, and you're still not doing well at retirement. But, okay, can we share a little something with the audience here? I've already given you the credit for it, that you've actually made me change my retirement plan. <laughs> Indeed. You're never going to retire. I know that. No, not at all. Not at all. I liked your idea when you said, you know what, I'll retire in heaven. And that's exactly. eternity. And that's a great plan. It's a longer plan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, David, it's always wonderful to talk to you. And, uh, you know, please continue the fight for logic and common sense. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ben. And you do as well. And we'll keep covering this. We'll keep doing this together as long as we have time until our retirement. And then I'll see you in retirement. There you go. Sounds good. Okay, All right. You, David. Dr. All right. Ben Carson, uh, the American Cornerstone Institute, of course, that uh, Ben founded. And now the Little Patriots Project at littlepatriotlearning.com. You can join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon East on Sirius XM Patriot 125.